0: Did you know that the average entrepreneur spends nearly 68% of their time on daily tasks and only 32% on strategic growth? Well, those statistics drastically drop when it comes to mom photographers specifically. Dozens of the photographers that I have talked to and worked with admit to spending about 90% of their time focusing on employee-level tasks, those daily to-dos, while only spending 10% of their time on CEO work and specifically on strategic growth. Now, I want you to think about this. What would your business look like if you tipped the scales just a little bit and started focusing More of your time and energy on the strategic growth of your business. Increased profitability, less overwhelm, a more sustainable business structure. Those are all things that you can achieve. In today's episode, I'm going to share with you my journey from checking off random to-dos to embracing a CEO mindset. I'm so excited to share with you how I went from drowning in my to-do list to embracing confidence, and I can't wait to help you do the same. It all starts with setting aside time to work on your business, not just in it. We'll explore the power of weekly CEO dates and what it looks like to create your ideal week. Plus, I'm going to be sharing a game-changing tool that will help you track your tasks and reclaim your time. So if you're ready to step into your role as a confident CEO, then I'm excited to jump into this conversation with you. Let's do this. Hey there, mama, and welcome to the Organized Mom Photographer Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Freehan, and this show is for all you mom photographers out there on a mission to enjoy motherhood while building a thriving photography business you love. I'm a productivity and motherhood coach, brand photographer, podcaster, wife, and a homeschooling mama saved by grace, so I can totally relate to the never-ending to-do lists late night editing sessions, and the endless messes that we'll one day miss, strewn across the floor. Join me every week as we dive into the strategies and mindset shifts you'll need to prioritize, organize, and streamline your life and your business. Gone are the days of sitting on the sidelines, overwhelmed by the challenges that come your way. It's time to take serious action, confidently step into the role as the CEO and embrace hard things for the sake of growth. Mama, if you're ready to stop feeling like you have to choose between being a present mama or a successful business owner and finally feel equipped to do both well, then you're in the right place. Hey mama, welcome back to the show. I am so excited to be here with you today and share with you my personal experience of what it looks like to really step into the role as the CEO in your company. So I cannot wait to dive in. But before we get started, I just wanted to say hey and let you know a little bit about what is happening over here behind the scenes. I always think it's really fun to get to know the host of a podcast um, behind the scenes and see what they are up to and what they are learning and how they are growing. So currently, I am working on developing a new training, a new masterclass. You heard me maybe if you were listening to the show last week, you heard me mention it. I have this brand new training called the Profit Shift that is coming soon. Um, It will be published and ready next week month and so I'm very excited about it. You can actually head to the link in the show notes or just type in the purposegathering.com profit shift and you can join the waitlist. So essentially I am pre-recording this training and once it is published and ready I will be sending it out to you guys on the waitlist. So be sure to sign up for that if you are interested. So essentially, this masterclass is going to dive in really deeply and specifically into three strategies to optimize your limited time and maximize your revenue as a mom photographer. So I am super excited about this and can't wait for you guys to see it. So in addition to that masterclass, ironically, I have been working on slowing down. Um, It doesn't sound like that, right? You're like, Ash, you're building something new. How are you slowing down? But I think what I am doing to slow down is being more realistic and giving myself a lot more time to get things done. So instead of saying to myself like, hey, I'm going to get this masterclass published in two weeks, I'm giving myself plenty of time to get it done because I know that I need my life to be slower. I have been experiencing some health issues and I want to make sure that I am the best version of myself and I know that right now slowing down is a big part of that. I also have started reading this really incredible book that I want to share with you guys and it's called Why has nobody told me this before? It's by Dr. Julie Smith. I am not far into the book, but essentially, this is a therapist who has written a book sharing all of the wealth of information that she shares with her own clients. And the most important ones, the ones where people said in her office, like, why has nobody told me this? And so it's basically therapy in a book. It is so helpful to be able to have these strategies and tools about how to manage our mental health. And so if you're interested in that book, I will also link it in the show notes. It's absolutely incredible. So the other thing that I wanted to mention was I recently in the previous episode, started giving out my username for Voxer. And the reason for this is because I really want to connect with my listeners in a deeper way. Um, A lot of coaches offer like sales calls or discovery calls or, you know, shoot me a DM. Those are their kind of um, connection points. And I want our connection point to be Voxer. I want you to be able to reach out to me and I want to get to know you on a personal level. I want you to share with me, you know, where you are in your journey in motherhood and in your business and I I want to be here to support you. So, during every episode, I have some questions that I want you to ping me in Voxer and answer these questions. I want you to either send me a text or a voice message And give me your take on this question. So the question for today's episode is, how confident do you feel as the leader in your company? So we talked about in the intro how 90% of mom photographers' time they admitted to spending on those day-to-day tasks um, and 10% on the strategy. So how would you rate yourself? on a scale from one to 10, one being like, I don't ever think about the future of my business to 10 being like, yes, I am so dialed in, I know my next step with the future of my business. Like I want to know on a scale from one to 10, where do you fall? How confident are you feeling as the leader? And maybe by the end of this episode, you are going to just have so much more insight. And so maybe you have some questions and you're like, wait, how does this practically play out? I am totally here to, to chat with you. So hit me up over on Voxer. My username is a afreehand. I always will uh, leave it in the show notes as well. So if you want to just copy and paste it. For those of you that, know, that don't know what Voxer is, it's a totally free app. And you can voice message up to 15 minutes and text message. It's just so great. I use it with all of my business besties, my friends, my students. It's amazing. I even use it with my husband because he works in a shop. He's a mechanic. And it's so loud in there that I don't like to call him. So I will just send him Voxer messages or text. So with all of that out of the way, I am so excited to really get into the nitty gritty of the the meat of this conversation today. And I want to share with you what my journey has looked like and give you some practical steps of how you can step into this role um, as the CEO with confidence. How you can go from drowning in your to-do list to feeling like you are in control. Because that is one of the biggest problems I think that I had at the beginning was that I just didn't know what I didn't know, right? And none of us do. But I really just didn't know what it looked like to be a business owner. I think a lot of us get into photography because we love taking photos, we love having a creative escape. And we really were not intending to own a business, right? Or if we were intending to own a business, we had absolutely no idea how hard it was going to be until we were in the trenches of it, right? So when I first started my photography business. I mentioned this in my last episode, but I had a, I had a baby. And I've always had kids while I've been raising, growing uh, my business. Um, And it was really hard for me. I spent the first couple of years really just trying anything and everything. Um, I took a workshop that was local from an amazing photographer and she helped me really narrow in on my niche and I I chose wedding photography. So I did wedding photography for quite a long time. I actually still shoot occasional weddings. That's just not my specialty anymore. Um, But if I have a friend ask or a friend of a friend, then I might I might be up for it. But I just feel as though I was blind for so many years. And then when I started the purpose gathering back in, I started it in 2019. And then I actually started this podcast in 2020. But in 2019, when I started this sort of education coaching side of my business, that is when I truly began to see how important it was to own this role as a CEO. Like, I don't know why it was missing in the photography industry, but I never heard of this idea before ever. And I would say that I was like, pretty up with the times, but I guess I wasn't because or maybe there just weren't a lot of coaches at the time, you know, eight years ago. But I just felt like, man, this is such an interesting idea. And so when I when I started specifically focusing on what I wanted the future of my business to look like, I feel like everything changed. And I know that sounds a bit dramatic, but it's so true because I started to see that having more time wasn't my issue. It was the way that I was spending my time. So actually, in 2019 my son started kindergarten and I was like, "Oh my gosh, this is going to be my year. Like everything's going to be so different. I'm going to have all this time on my hands." And he started kindergarten and then COVID happened. And like it was just this huge transition, right? Where it was like, "Woohoo, I'm I'm doing great." And then it was like COVID, and I was like, wow. Okay, so then my kids are home with me for five months. And I'm like, this is insane. Like, I can't do this, right? So then all the doubt starts creeping in again. So first, I'm like, okay, I've got this. I'm owning my own. I'm owning my CEO role. And then, you know, COVID happens. And I'm like, okay, crap. Like, I'm back to like, the starting point. You know what I mean? I'm like, wow, I'm starting all over again. How did I get here? And so it took me a long time, like multiple months for me to be like, okay, how do I readjust to being the CEO and having my kids at home? Because a lot of you, I think sometimes, and I was guilty of this too, you might look at coaches and you might be like, yeah, but they just don't understand where I am. Like their kids are not young like my kids are, right? Like, I think we start to get into this like trap of comparison. And while yes, that's true, right? We have to own our priority. Like we talked about in the last episode, is your priority your family? Is your priority your business, right? We can't have competing priorities. There has to be boundaries in place. But I think it was really pivotal for me to be able to, to figure that out and say, okay, my kids are home. Now, how do I own that role at the same time? Then I sent my kids back to school when everything kind of opened up. And so they did another year in public school. And then I did the craziest thing ever. I decided to homeschool them. (laughs) And so the year after that, I was like, hey, you know, if my life wasn't chaotic enough, let's like bring you home 24-7. And so we homeschooled for two straight years. And then this year came and we started our third year of homeschooling and my daughter was really struggling. And so we figured out that she would do better in a micro school situation, which I actually talked about that in episode 153 of the podcast, if you want to head back. But I'm basically, I'm telling you all of this because I have been through some huge transitions. I still homeschool my nine-year-old. And I've had to learn how to get really strategic with my time. So the very first thing that I want to recommend to you when you are stepping into this role as CEO is to silence the noise. I want you to choose two to three photography coaches that you're going to follow. I know that there are so many amazing photography coaches out there. And I'm not saying that you can't check in with them here and there, but Don't choose 10 coaches to follow and to listen to because we all are going to have different approaches, right? We are all going to have competing information and that can be extremely confusing and you're going to hear something I say and something another photography coach says and something another photography coach says and then all of a sudden you're going to be like, oh, well, I must be doing all of that. And I just want you, I want to warn you that when you have too many voices in your head, it is so easy to get overwhelmed and then do nothing. So I want you to choose two to three and choose the people who are living a similar lifestyle that you are living or want to be living. Okay, I have had so many students come to me and say, oh, I wish I would have found your program first. Like, I wish that I would have invested in this years ago. I mean, it wasn't available years ago, so that's why you couldn't. And the reason that they say this is because my approach is unique in that I am a photographer, but I am also a mom. I also am raising littles at home. And so when I speak about time management and I speak about systems and strategies, it's from a perspective of someone who has limited time. It's from a perspective of somebody who values quality and intentional family time versus the hustle culture of always having to be on and always having to produce more and more. So finding those people that you can connect with and that are similar to the life and the the values that you want to cultivate for your own family and your own business is so important. And so this is something that I did when I started zeroing in on that CEO mentality. I had to limit who I listened to because I got so confused. Okay, the next thing that I want you to do is to set aside the time to work on your business, not just in it. Let me say that again. You need to work on your business, not just in it. So I'm going to go deeper inside of the Profit Shift Masterclass, and I'm gonna share with you why it is so important to have a CEO mindset and what you are responsible for as the CEO in your business. But it is key that you set aside time every week. And I call it a weekly CEO date. And this is when you focus on the future of your business and you forecast and you plan and you think big picture. This is not time where you set aside to get editing done or, you know, client communication or anything like that. Your CEO time is strictly for strategy. It is strictly for future-focused items. So if you want more details on that, go sign up for the Profit Shift Masterclass and be ready to to go deeper on that. The next step after you have carved out this weekly CEO time is to create your ideal week. I talk about this a lot here on my podcast, and it is a huge, huge, piece of the Efficient Mom Photographer program, which is my 12-week group coaching program. And we map out this ideal week because it helps you make sure that all the important parts of your life and your business are being taken care of. So this ideal week is mapping out what happens on Mondays, what happens on Tuesdays, and and all the way through the week. And you are time-blocking each section of your day to have a very specific theme of what you're going to do during that time. I want you to have your self-care time in there. I want you to have your special time with each of your kids. So that's one-on-one attention that you are giving to each of your kids. I want you to have when you're grocery planning, your meal planning, when you are going to the grocery store, I want you to have some chore blocks in there. I want you to have your work blocks in there. This might sound absolutely over the top for those of you that are like, I am a creative, Ash. This sounds confining. I get it. I was like this at the beginning too. But what I came to realize and what I came to find out was the more structure that I had to my week and the more sort of repetition that I had in my month where things just like were on autopilot and I was getting the things done and they were happening at the same time every week, every month, I started to see that, oh, all of the most important things are getting done. This is amazing. Like this is what I want. And then I had time for spontaneous things. I had time to set aside to be creative. So I do have blocks in there that are just specifically for free time or just specifically for extra margin or just specifically for adventuring, right? And so I want you to have those blocks. I don't want everything like to the T being like okay you know we have to do this it says on my ideal week that we have to do this like this is a guideline this is a rhythm this is not something that is black or white it's it's just a baseline it gives you somewhere to start but here's the caveat if you do not stick to this 80 85 percent of the time then you're gonna be back to square one where you're like gosh nothing's getting done life's chaotic like, why do I feel like I'm dropping all the balls? It's because there's no order. There's no systems in place. And so having this ideal week, it's there for a reason to be used 80 to 85% of the time. And then the rest of the time, you are free to sort of move things. Um, and and things will ebb and flow based on like when people call and want to get together, or when clients need sessions and things like that, you might change. I mean, that's a whole nother topic, honestly, about scheduling. Um, I do firmly believe you should pick your schedule. Um, But occasionally, there are times when a client will come to you and say, hey, this is the day and time I need. Do you have it available? So without going on too much of a tangent, let's go to the next piece that has really helped me from drowning in my to-do list. And that is just getting really clear on where I'm going. I talked about this in the last episode as well, that it's really important to know what my goals are, to know financially, you know, what I want to bring in and contribute to my family. It's really important that I am able to manage my tasks. I use Asana and in a future episode, I will sort of go more into detail about how I use Asana, but it is my task management system that helps me get all of my tasks out of my head and putting them somewhere, right? Not just on a piece of paper, but putting them somewhere on my Asana board that is intentional. And so I have multiple different projects that um, I have in my Asana. And so I have things like a marketing project I have, and these are similar to a board. I actually like to call them boards, um, but that will confuse you because there are boards within each project. So let's just call them projects. So I have a marketing project, I have a podcast project, I have a photography client project, I have so many different projects, my CEO back office, I have my home base um, meal plan, I have my home base projects one. So I have ones that are personal that are shared with my husband, I have ones that are shared with my team, um, I have personal ones that are just for me and my homeschooling stuff. And all of these projects are essentially different sections in a notebook. So that's kind of how I like to think of them. And within each project, there are multiple boards, which again, are just like more subfolders that store information. And so some of my tasks, I put due dates, actually probably 90% of them, I have a due date with it and the other 10% are information only. And so this is just such an amazing way to store all of your information and all of your tasks into one place. And so I highly recommend that if you want to step into confidence as the CEO, that you learn how to manage your tasks. This will be an incredible game changer for you once you know what is expected of you and so that you're not sitting down when you have time to work feeling completely blank, right? Like, oh my gosh, I have no idea what I'm supposed to be doing. Like everything is mapped out and planned for you because you have taken time to actually think about the future of your business during your weekly CEO date, and you've taken the time to create the tasks that are the most important for the future of your business and map them out and set due dates. Now that is stuff that I do during my CEO date. um, But, I have been doing this consistently for a while, um, but I wouldn't take your whole CEO date and use that for planning. I only use a very small part of my CEO date to schedule my week ahead. Um, But again, the masterclass, the profit shift is going to go into detail more about what you should be focusing on during your, your weekly CEO date. Okay, so let's continue to the final thing that I want to chat with you about, and it is the game changing tool I mentioned in the intro that is going to help you reclaim your time. And this tool is called Toggle. This is a completely free tool to use. You're going to want to Download the app on your phone, but also sign up on the desktop version. Um, it's called Toggle, so it's t o g g l You're gonna want to download the Chrome extension that comes with it. And essentially, what Toggle is is it is a time tracker. So you're able to use the Chrome extension to start the timer and stop the timer. My Toggle tracker is running right now. I actually run it. All the time. Some people just recommend like, oh just do it for like two to four weeks and then you can start to really get a clear picture of your time. The reason why I track all the time is because I want hard data. I want to know each and every week what I'm spending my time on. Now does it take time to get used to pressing start and stop? Yes, absolutely. Sometimes you are going to have to put a sticky note. Actually, for a while, you're going to have to put a sticky note that says start the, the, the toggle timer, right? But essentially what you do is you start this timer and you're able to type in what you are working on. This helps with productivity because if you are someone who likes to hop from one task to the next and you call it multitasking and you think it's really amazing, it's not, I am a recovering multitasker. So I feel like I can call you out on this because when our brain has to shift from one thing to another and then back to the other thing, uh, we are losing focus. And we actually are less productive. I mean, there is scientific research that backs that, that multitasking, it used to be a thing to be proud of. And now it's like people are realizing that multitasking actually hinders productivity. And so when you set your intention inside of that description on toggle, you're saying this is what I'm working on right? So right now I am recording a podcast. I'm not answering text messages. I'm not checking my email, obviously. I'm not opening other tabs, right? Like I am focused, laser focused on recording this episode for you. And when you are working on something, if it does not get your full attention, then why are you working on it? right? I want you to think about that. It is so important that you are intentional about what you're doing. And if the thing that you're working on is not worth your full attention, then why are you working on it? Right? So get really laser focused and clear. That could just be a productivity issue. Hit me up on Voxer, let me know, and we will talk through it. Because I seriously, I want to know, I want to know your stuck points. I want to know how I can continue to serve you with this podcast. You guys give me the absolute best ideas of how I can serve you here on the podcast. I actually have a page on my website dedicated to this. You can head to the purposegathering.com askashley. So you can actually leave me a voice recording and ask me a question that you want me to share on the podcast. And then I will actually air it here on the podcast, um, your little, your audio clip And then I will answer your question. I have done that several times already on this podcast and it's so cool. So if you want to be featured and you have a great episode idea, let me know over there. But Toggle, going back to Toggle, Toggle is incredible because after you've written the description of what you're working on, after you've started and stopped the task, you are then able to go categorize that specific task to a project So for me, my podcast episode is going to be under my podcast project, right? When I'm working on things in my business for marketing, I have a marketing category project, they call it. And this is helpful because at the end of the week, I can go and see what are the tasks that I was working on, but specifically what category or what project of tasks was I working on? And so that is really, really beneficial for me because I can go back to the data. And this is important. There's no point in time tracking if you're not going back to the data and seeing what was I working on and what was actually bringing in revenue. What am I doing? What tasks am I doing in my business that are actually, you know, pushing the needle forward? That's the things that you need to be working on. That is what a CEO cares about. A CEO does not care about how many likes you get on social media, or how many people commented on your beautiful photo. The CEO cares about impact and income, right? Those are the things that the CEO is thinking about. And so I want you to take today's episode and apply it to your life. Are you doing these things? Are you silencing the noise and only listening to two to three different coaches? Are you setting aside time weekly to work on your business, not just working in your business? Are you sticking to an ideal week and making sure that all the most important parts of your life and business are actually getting your attention? Are you using a task management system like Asana? And are you aware of how you're spending your time? I think this is going to be very eye opening for you. All of these different things when you put these together, this is how you are going to be confident as the leader in your company. This is how you're not going to feel like you are drowning all the time in your to do list. So mama, I hope that you have found value in today's episode. I want you to message me on Voxer and answer that question that I asked you earlier. How do you feel As the leader in your company, on a scale from one to 10, how much time are you devoting to the strategy to the future growth of your business? I really want to chat with you over there. So please come message me. And I am so excited to connect. As always, mama, I am here rooting for you and you are not alone on this journey. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Organized Mom Photographer Podcast. I hope you enjoyed our conversation as much as I did. As we end our time together, remember that you were created for more. You can do hard things, and life is about more than just surviving. To become a part of our free online community of like-minded, ambitious mom photographers, head over to thepurposegathering.com slash mamas, That's M-A-M-A-S. We would love to come alongside you and support you on your journey. If you found value in today's episode, I would love for you to take a minute and leave a review. Your review would mean so much to me and help more mamas just like you find this show. I'm seriously so proud of you for taking time out of your busy day to invest in your future. Together, let's link arms and make a lasting positive impact on our families and communities. You've got this mama. And until next time, remember to slow down and savor every moment of this beautiful journey called life.